We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. I am one of your hosts, Ty Windish. Joining me as always, a very patriotic Rohan Kadi. Rohan, how's it going? I'm doing well. Happy uh, 4th of July to everyone mm-hmm. in the United States who's listening to this as we're recording on 4th of July and Adrian Griffin's birthday. As I just Double worked. holiday. Huge double yeah. holiday. Which I, one means more? That's what we'll leave you to decide. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're listening to this pod today, I, I think we already know your answer. Um, have you ever seen the movie Independence Day? No. You should watch it. I've never been prouder to be an American than watching that movie. It's it's is that, about it. Is that the movie where they try to stop an alien? In yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, to be clear, I'm not, yeah, it wasn't like a real, you know, a real event. But you watch that movie, you're like, I bleed red, white, and blue. And then you read the news. And, oh, oh, well. Anyway, uh, it's Will Smith. It's a great movie. It's worth watching. I think they made Will like Smith five sequels. I don't remember. Some other people. Nice. You're going to know. No, you're gonna it's, just, know it's just Will Smith going. Just, <laughs> all the roles, like him. Tyler Perry. <laughs> it's Will Smith versus the aliens. Yeah. Then the aliens are also Will Smith. <laughs> you're going to know. Like, Bloom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Bill Pullman. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's get. Let, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. some Let, basketball. Let's, let's, we have, let's we have important random, news to talk about. Yeah. Let's say random basketball player names, not random actor names. We can save that for off pod. So. Since retaining Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez, and Jay Crowder, which Adam McGee, Jordan Treskin, and I dove deep on our last podcast. Check that out if you haven't already. The Bucks have made another couple moves here after bringing in you know, their own returning free agents. They've gone to the outside pool, sort of. Uh, we learned on, I don't know, days Monday that the Bucks were bringing back Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez's twin brother. And then later, less expected, uh, that wasn't expected, but a whole new player, Malik Beasley, who was kind of the bell of the ball on the trade deadline for a while last year, but ultimately got benched by the Lakers down the stretch. So 
you know, there's a reason he's available for, for vet men at this point in free agency. But Rohan, what were your thoughts on the Robin reunion and Malik Beasley becoming a Milwaukee Buck? Let's talk. Let's talk Robin Lopez first, because that was the first news that was reported. When I got the news, I just I it was nothing but pure happiness, purely for vibes. Like, obviously, we'll talk about basketball in a little bit, but how can you not enjoy the content that having both Lopez twins on the same team brings? Like, we've seen this. We saw this. What year was that? 1920? Yep. Yeah, bubble the year. The wrestling year. Yeah. Yeah. The wrestling year. Is wrestling going to be back, Ty? I hope not. Why not? I feel like putting that behind them was a big step for the Bucks. I mean, yeah, Robin Lopez left. Yeah, well, maybe they can do a different uh, – maybe they can play D&D before the games or something. That'll take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the tunnel like five hours before tip every night. Giannis just, just gets super into it. Like They're like, Giannis, it's a national TV game. We, no, no. We gotta finish. I'm in the cave of horrors right now. We have to see what happens next. Um, But no, Robin Lopez is good uh, in terms of vibes. But also, I mean, the Bucks desperately needed some center depth, and for all his faults, Robin Lopez is center depth. Ideally, would you have wanted like a little bit of a switchier big, maybe a more versatile big than Robin Lopez, who's probably more of a drop defender than even Brooke Lopez? Probably. Are you going to get that on the vet min at this point in free agency? Absolutely not. <laughs> well, that's what I do think well, they probably could have had Mo Bamba, and people are already upset they didn't go that route. We'll see. Maybe he ends up signing for more. Personally, I mean, I think Malik Beasley was a much more valuable player who suffered the same fate in Los Angeles, and we just saw him take vet min. I think they probably could have tried something. I mean, there weren't other many other players you could say, right? But, um, I, I do I do find it a little interesting that they went with Robin for that reason. I mean, we heard about the new aggressive defense and everything. Robin Lopez, again, probably not switching one through five or, or all this other stuff. I kind of wonder if it's the same logic as Serge Ibaka that didn't end up being true. Like, I mean, how much would you expect Robin to play? Not very much at all, right? Like yeah. you, he's he's a break glass in case of emergency, big, right? He was it, he, with with Brooke Lopez getting up there in age. It's the same sort of protection you would want against yeah. like uh, like an injury that would, uh, un- hopefully not knock on wood, just befell Brooke Lopez, and you can have like again, this is the same logic that we used in the nineteen twenty season. It's as close of a proxy to Brooke Lopez. Yeah. It's probably his twin brother. Get, I mean, I understand that they, Brooke is much, much, much better than Robin, but uh, it's it's like in terms of body type, in terms of defense, you can play. Yeah, Robin Lopez is uh, the closest facsimile to Brooke Lopez. It's interesting to me; he hasn't really gotten to shoot threes since that Bucks season. I wonder if they're going to let him shoot threes again or encourage him to. He averaged one point six. No, who knows? There's no more let it fly. I know, but it's literally four times as many threes per game as he had ever attempted before. It's interesting. Yeah, it was it was one point six a game last year. Point one per yeah. game with Cleveland. Shot fifty percent. Yeah, Cleveland just like they didn't really have a role for him. I, you t- you listen to Cavs fans. It sounds like I think they expected a little bit too much from Robin. To be quite honest, from based on what I've heard and some of the complaining, like. You know, he's going to go in the game. He's going to shoot his hook shots. He's going to defend the rim. 
He's going to be the slowest guy on the floor. Like it's, I don't, I don't really know. I feel like this is fine. It's, you know, it doesn't excite me. I mean, on court, off court. Yeah, it's cool. Did you see my theory about why they did this? Oh no, I didn't. Since uh, Brooke and Robin maybe jokingly hate each other. I said, this is Horace getting back Brooke for hardballing them in free agency. (laughs) He's like, guess what? You got to play with Robin again now. (laughs) We got you 24 mil a year, buddy, but you get Robin's back. <laughs> yeah, we're giving Robin three, so have fun with him. Um, he's, I mean, Robin Lopez is a fine backup center. I, I had briefly thought about him like very early in free agency. Um, but then it's just, you know, it certainly isn't the the new style, but it is more backup big depth than they've probably had. I mean, since Robin Lopez. Yeah, or like the half year of Serge Ibaka, I guess. I think Robin Lopez is going to provide more to the Bucs than Serge Ibaka. Well, I, yeah, I think on and off court he probably will. Can they get him a big chair so he's not just sitting on the ground? Can they get I him mean, like they a, do they they do have the custom chairs at Pfizer, Can they get him so. like a chaise lounge though? I think he needs a chaise lounge. He's just like <laughs> he leaned just, back. He's got a little like a little hat on, a little sun hat. Can, can he just be there purely for vibes? I think I think that's kind of baked into this. Do you think he plays more or less than the eight minutes per game he played last year? Oof. Less. <laughs> no? I, I could see more, but maybe around the same amount of games. Yeah, because what did he play, 37 games last year? Yeah. I think he plays more games. Yeah, I think he plays more games for sure. Yeah. Like, I think probably like 50-some games. Yeah, I'd say yeah, like high forties, low fifties, something. The interesting like that. thing if this does this mean that and I think this is where it becomes more interesting than just talking about like what he'll look like in the nine minutes a game he plays in the regular rotation or less and probably certainly less in the playoffs. Could this mean we're gonna see a rest regimen for Brooke, right? Like Brooke I mean, Brooke sits yeah. like back to backs and Robin starts. It's like the 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 starting token center th- idea we've talked about before, like, okay, Robin and Giannis start together. You know, Robin plays 18 minutes in that game, and then Bobby Giannis cover the rest. Like, that I think would be pretty the, interesting. The Thon Maker special? Yeah, pretty much. Probably maybe a little more minutes. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Robin's about as old as Brooke, like a minute or however long. I don't really know which one's older, actually. I think... Brooks older? I think, yeah. I so they, so they get a little younger at center with this. They get about 30 seconds younger at center with this signing. <laughs> All Everyone wanted them to go young. They got yeah, younger. <laughs> they got younger at center. Um, uh, Brooke is watch, older watch. by one minute. Brooke is older okay, by let's one go. minute. Yeah, so, so they got 30 seconds younger in the center depth chart uh, <laughs> with this move. But yeah, what do but you think about I, that? Do you think it's 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 reasonable to expect Brooke to maybe take some more time off, especially with a, a real center behind him? I hope so. And I think that was our logic when we were freaking out that Serge Ibaka got re-signed last offseason. We're like, we were making jokes about him and his music career, and then we get a notification like, oh yeah, by the way, Serge Ibaka's back in the Bucks. And we rationalized that by saying, oh, is it going to be more, um, like more rest for Brooke? He didn't really need it last year. He was playing out of his mind last season. Only took four games off. It was the it's most ridiculous. he had played since the since his first year in Milwaukee. Well, actually, no, that's probably wrong. I forgot they played less games. That's about as many as he usually, outside of the one year, would play in a year. It's It, it was ridiculous. And the most maybe, minutes he's ever played as a buck. The most minutes. Do you know the last time Brooke played 30 minutes a game? Brooklyn? Yeah, but what year? Uh, 2011? 15, 16. So not as 15, far. 
Yeah. That's crazy. He played 37 minutes a game, all 82, his second year. That's a, that's oh a really impressive God. for a big guy. Yeah. I mean, geez. Anyway. The old the old NBA. But uh, yeah. Brooke didn't really need that rest last season because he was just out of his mind. Maybe it starts to catch up with him a little bit this season. Maybe, maybe you just like get pre- preventative with it. Yeah, maybe you do just get preventative with it. I mean, it's a two-year contract, hopefully. Do we? I'd, I mean, maybe it's Brooks' last contract. Who knows? Yeah. Um. But I mean, I think I think you do have to get a bit preventative with it, especially because we don't know how Adrian Griffin's really going to treat the regular season, how these players are going to treat the regular season. Again, this is it's, it's a whole new dynamic in Milwaukee. Yeah. We don't really know how it's going to go, so better to have the option rather than not have it with Robin. And we know that Robin is okay with accepting his role. Like yeah, he, I mean, that, this is he's, where he's, he's been fine playing. for years yeah. now. He's fine playing. He's fine not playing. He's fine just cool being Robin Lopez. And that's cool. Like, I'd love to get paid $3 million a year <laughs> to just like, sometimes you're going to play, sometimes you're not. That's cool with me. And I've made a lot of money in my NBA career. And when he <laughs> does play, it's just hook shot. Hook, like, he's just playing his game, man. And everyone loves it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's good at it. I mean, yeah. Like, he's still, every year, he shot 64% from the field last year. You know, like, he, the, the hook shots go in. I mean, it's not like he doesn't doesn't know how to put it in anymore. His worst season shooting in the last five years, he shot 56% from two, basically 55% from the field with a couple threes in there. Like, it's an efficient shot, but he's obviously, you know, he needs to make it because it's hard for him to get back up court in time, which is why probably Brooke is able to do that easier because he's taking all those threes instead. Yeah, it's it's the trailer versus being in the paint. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I think I think Robin Lopez is fine probably for this point in free agency. And who knows what you're gonna do with the like again, this roster is not gonna be finished until like May, so who who really knows? It's a good point, even though it it, it bothers me. Um <laughs> why does it bother you? Well it's just it's just stressful to not know. Fair enough. We'll see how much it changes, but um, should we talk about Malik Beasley? Yeah, let's talk about Malik Beasley. Do you know Malik Beasley averaged 19 points a game one season? That's crazy. That is. You know he averaged. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely insane. What was that? 20, uh, 2021 season. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Don't I mean, expect it, him to do that in Milwaukee. Thing is, it, it all came in. Uh, it all came in Minnesota. Yeah. Well, he averaged 20 a game after uh, the second half of the year after Denver traded him. Then 19 the next year. But then the year after that was down to 12. He's just playing a lot less. And and then Utah, it was like 13, LA, 11. The threes, I mean, that, the thing about Malik Beasley, and he gets benched in the Lakers playoff run because he's only shooting like 27% from three. They had a pretty quick trigger with him. He's just like, he gets up more threes than, I'm going to guess any buck we've seen. I mean, yeah. over his last, let's see, since the, tw- since the last three seasons, he's averaged at least eight threes per game in all of them and shot 37% in that time. Like the volume and just be- having the quick trigger, I think really matters, especially around Giannis. I was really intrigued that they got him. And I, when, they, when the news first broke, they didn't put a dollar amount on it. And I kind of wondered, like, are they going to need the mini MLE for this? And do they need to dump some salary or something to get there? Nope, vet minimum. Pretty intriguing option. I mean, just a player who, again, these last three seasons, 
scoring about 13 points per game, three and a half rebounds, 1.7 assists. So not a huge playmaker, but only one turnover. So he's not, not a negative. He's definitely a little bit of a black hole, but I mean, he makes the shots. He takes four shots per game from two and shoots 47% there. An intriguing player. And again, for this price point, you just really can't go wrong adding someone with that kind of upside who can score in bunches and give you some more dynamism kind of off the ball. Yeah, is he is he probably more of a streaky shooter? Is he more of like a is he more of a Bryn Forbes or is he more of a I should have had the other name before I went. I thought I was gonna figure it out on the way. I did not stick the landing. I don't is even know more, what player. Is he more of a mean? Bryn Forbes or is he more of a Bradley Beal? Well, he's not a Bradley Beal. Um, I'll say that for sure. I do think he has he shoots a lot more and just scores more than Forbes ever has. Like yeah. I, I think he's more of a well-rounded player. He takes more shots from two for sure than Bryn does in pretty much any season or had. I don't know if he's coming back again. Scores more. I think rebounds more. Forbes not a not a good rebounder. Um, I feel like he's just a more more widely useful Bryn Forbes. He's more versatile. He's yeah. better. Yeah. And it's like there's there's definitely an upside there, like you mentioned. Is he more of a is he a streaky shooter than you would probably like? Probably. Yeah. Um, but again, at a, as a vet min, you absolutely get to have to take this flyer, and it's a great pickup for a vet min. You can't really do much better. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he was interested in Miami, but they've got everyone on hold right now while they do the Dame thing. I don't even want to get too much into like Dame. Let's just see what happens. Let's see what yeah, shakes he's coming loose. to Milwaukee. Sure. Um, I, I did pause it on the last pod. I would not be surprised if the Bucks were were. I mean, sniffing around Dame, sure. I mean, they just they don't have the stuff. But sniffing around Harden, I I think they could be. I, I don't think it'll happen, but. I wouldn't they're, be surprised. They're they're chasing available for on the cheap star guards, and uh, James Harden is that for sure. If you don't want to call him a superstar anymore, I would agree, but I'd, I'd say still a star, still an all star I mean, level player. Led, led the league in assists last year. Yeah, uh, that, that would help with the point guard depth that we'll talk about. Um, the other thing with Malik Beasley, he did have the the criminal case in 2020. Yeah. Uh, did a lot of stuff. Um, just reading here. Was arrested for marijuana possession, concealing stolen property, and for an incident in which he brandished a firearm. Uh, he did face charges, pled guilty to the felony charge, was sentenced to serve 120 days in jail. Uh, which uh, I did. It's like wild that you can do this. They were like, "Yeah, you could start after the NBA season." Imagine going through an NBA season and knowing you had jail after. That's insane. I mean, which one's which one's worse, that or KCP not being able to oh, be yeah. California? The, the ankle, the ankle. Yeah, it's, stuff <laughs> happens, man. Um, but yeah, he he served seventy eight days and then was released in twenty twenty one. So that's you know he did it. Obviously, not not a good thing to do. Served that's a punishment for that. Yeah, um, don't think it's going to affect you know any, anything with the Bucks or clearly the. The punishment has been dealt out already, but it is worth acknowledging. And as as Jordan Trusky said, we have to say uh, his grandfather was in Rudy. He was actor what? John Beasley. Yeah. What is Rudy? It's a movie. Oh. Yeah. What's it about? Um, I haven't seen Rudy. Rudy I'll, Fernandez? I'll no. Uh, it's someone. It's Rudy it's Fernandez about play. Daniel Rudy Rudiger who harbored dreams of playing football at Notre Dame despite significant obstacles. 
Oh, so it's, it's like a mushy movie. Yeah, he lacks grades, money, talent, and physical stature. So, so he, he works at a steel yeah. mill. So he lacks he lacks talent and skill and physical makeup, and you want me to believe this guy became a football player? Um, I'm assuming that's what happens at the end of the movie. Uh, I don't know. I'm reading the. Do you do you want me to spoil it? Sure. Spoilers uh, for Rudy. <laughs> oh, he quit. No, he quit the team. Good. He couldn't play. He didn't have the skill. He didn't have the physical. Oh no! They let him play. They let him play. Oh, it's a charity case. Uh, he leads the team on the field. Uh, they chant for him. They score a touchdown, and then he gets to. Uh, he does something. Oh, he's on a kickoff. Oh, he sacks a quarterback, and they what? win the game. Nah, unreal. You is this a real? Is this real? It can't be. Yeah, it's biographical. Oh my goodness. It's a real story. Okay, anyway, that's that's the plot okay. of Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> Which Malik Beasley's grandfather was in. Yeah, does, he, uh, he was, uh, he Malik was... Beasley's nickname is the Mutant. I, why? I don't know. He just what, seems like a basketball reference. He's a six-four shooting guard who shoots. That doesn't seem very. Doesn't seem like it would really stand out to the degree of calling him a mutant. Anyway, uh, an interesting thing about Malik Beasley: only twenty-six years old. Yeah, he fits the honest timeline. It will be hard to keep him. I it think there's a, will be hard a to keep very, him. a very good chance that he's too expensive next year. Um, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of balls in the air next year. We'll see what shakes out this year still. But that's a yeah, that's a that's a next year problem after you win the title. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he could be if he's crucial. He could be an MLE guy, but it's going to be like Bruce Brown in Denver. I mean, if some team, I don't think Malik Beasley's going to get forty million, but that that situation could pop up. Because they'll just have his uh, non-bird rights. So they can basically give him not much more than a vet man again next year unless they use a different exception on him. So, But, yeah, I mean, an intriguing player. I think this kind of rolls into the next thing we should talk about. Two through four depth on the Bucks is, like, really firm now. Almost too firm for some of the things that we've been talking about, like letting the young guys play. So at point guard, we have sort of Drew Holiday. Um, I, I've said earlier that the Bucks have 0.5 point guards on the roster currently. We've talked a lot about how they could use a better point guard than Drew, uh, or at least someone who can help move the ball more and make better decisions, especially in the playoffs. Right now, it's just Drew. And then at the two, and you know, if you want to bicker about what positions guys are, it doesn't really matter. At the two, Grayson Allen, Malik Beasley, Marjan Bochamp. At the three, Chris Middleton, Pat Connaughton, Andre Jackson Jr. At the four, Giannis, Bobby Portis, Jay Crowder. And then two Lopez brothers at the five. Also, you know, Chris Livingston probably on the roster. I wouldn't factor him in the rotation here. But that's three players deep at all three of the two through four. And one point guard. You know, I don't really see a bunch of minutes from Arjon or Andre Jackson Jr. right now. I also don't see enough minutes to cover point guard. I've seen people say, oh, they'll have Grayson Allen or Malik Beasley cover backup point guard. That's not how that works. That's, that's, that's bad. That's not going to go well. Those players are not point guards. I mean, nobody, nobody on here. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna doubt my son Grayson Allen, but uh, not a point guard. Probably, it's, it's not where he's gonna shine. Last time they said, "Here, Grayson, here's the ball. Make a decision." He dribbled the clock out. It's not a very point guard thing to do. Um, the closest here might be Andre Jackson Jr., but I don't view him as a point guard. I think guard. it is. I think it is. It definitely is. I guess. 
Is he currently the backup point guard of the Milwaukee Bucks? He might be. I think he is. I mean, that's not ideal. I mean, like, who else do you want to say is the backup PG? I mean, is he the starting PG? <laughs> I mean, like, I don't think they're going to start the the second round rookie unless he has just an insane camp. He's I don't probably know the Bucks have done it before. He probably averaged more assists than anybody else on this roster outside of Drew, Chris, and Giannis last year. Four point seven. That's what I'm saying. He's definitely the backup point guard. That's wild. So that's that. That wild is a one word for it. I'd say bad. Issue. Yeah, yeah, I'd say problem. I mean, we want these guys to play. I, to be clear, I, I'm not mad if if Andre Jackson Jr. is in the rotation, but asking him to actually be the point guard is a lot. I mean, he should be a playmaking forward. I don't view him as a as a point guard. Same with like Marjon. I don't think Marjon is ready to step in. You just need more proven ball handling to set up these guys, not just give them the ball and say go to work. For sure, for sure, a hundred percent. So that definitely means that another move has to be coming here, right? Like, there's no shot they so. go into the season with this guard depth chart, right? I agree. Maybe maybe they try to get someone uh, from the Summer League roster? I don't, I don't know. Lindell. I mean, that would be... Lindell? Lindell's the point guard there. I wouldn't be upset of it. I, I I'd think, be a little upset. I think they're going to explore trades. I mean, I, I we like Lindell a lot. I, I just, you know, I don't know if he's shown enough at the NBA level that you could just say, hey, you're the backup point guard now. I mean, he showed a lot at the G League level. You know, if it was someone like Frank Mason still around who had gone and won G League MVP, maybe you could see that as a clearer fit. Or Jalen Adams, who was, you know, making, I think, an all G League team. Um, Those guys are not currently around. We'll see if one of them comes back. Let's talk about some trades. And I guess we let's do free agents first because it won't take long because it's really, really uh, uninspiring list of guys that are left. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Kendrick Nunn? Does he still know how to play basketball? I don't think so. That's the issue. Last season for Kendrick Nunn, 
I mean, actually, he scored seven points a game, shot 35% from deep, 49% from two. But he's not not really a point guard, though, like in terms of assists. No, he's more of a scoring guard. Yeah, so I don't. that doesn't really solve your issue, I think. Also, I don't, like as a person, like Kendrick Nunn. So yeah, of course not. That's fine. Uh, George Hill, 37-year-old George Hill is still Hey, there. hey, you know. If Robin's you know, back. I, if Robin's back, I mean, might as well bring back George, you know. I don't agree with that. Um, we want to get younger. Let's get the band back together. Austin Rivers. I mean, he can play again. You're not. He can. You're not getting younger. He's he's a playable player. Delhi is in Australia. Oh, that's right. He's still on the list here. Uh, people need to stop floating Raul Neto. I believe people have been doing that. Somebody in the Discord. And sorry, I don't mean to put on blast. I don't remember who it was. But it was a funny little like um, like a confusion because they were like Raul Neto, and I go, he can't move, and they go, oh, does he have like a no trade? And I went, no, like laterally, he cannot move. That's he he can be signed. He's available. Um, he should not be signed. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a little tough for my boy Raul Neto. There is an interesting uh, one here. Okay, let's hear. It. Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday still available. Um, how many brothers can we fit on this roster? Brothers of players on the Bucks, to be clear, is what I mean by that. Just so there is no confusion. Literal brothers. Um, we could also get Thanasis back. He is a free agent currently. But I'd 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 be I'd be happy with Thanasis being the backup point guard. Uh, we know you would. Let's just move on. Aaron Holiday. I, I feel like everyone's oh, always Justin intrigued Holiday. by him. Okay. Yeah, Justin I Holiday thought, I got like, signed. I was like, wait a second. Am I tripping? <laughs> No, Aaron is still there. I think it's it's. He's feel like he's been available, and the Bucks haven't gone that route. They still they still could. I think on this list, he's probably the most intriguing guy left. I mean, Ao Desumu is, but he's still a restricted free agent. I just don't see how you the lure. Bulls just have they, so many they guards. Kobe, they brought Kobe White back. They signed Javon Carter. Like yep. They they just have they have so many guards. Uh, I mean, yeah. if they're gonna let Io slip through the cracks, I am totally okay with that. Oh uh, yeah, but he I, would be he is the name that I would want, but I just don't know how feasible it is. Yeah, because I mean, he, they'd have to renounce his rights. I don't even know if you can sign a restricted free agent to a vet min uh, qualifying offer. If you did, I think they'd just match it for the asset. And if they did renounce him, I feel like someone who has a little bit more money would swoop in. But I mean, that would be a, a great get for Milwaukee for sure. He is the the most intriguing name on this list overall. Uh, Jalen Noel is not really a point guard, but he's another guard who is actually an unrestricted free agent now. The uh, Timberwolves. Wasn't he the guy? Yeah, Greg Monroe was like, I don't even know who this guy is. Like two years ago, I think so. Uh, that may have not gone well for Greg Monroe. He's a good defensive guard. He has not shot well from three, and again, he's like a two assist guy in limited minutes. But the guy, the, the free agent, I find really interesting that's still here, Trendon Watford. Yeah, Portland just let him go. And they could probably use some youth movement right now. I wonder if they have him waiting to get re-signed or something. But um, intriguing, not a point guard, but would be an intriguing no. forward depth. They don't really need more forwards right now. Yeah, uh, they got Jeremy Grant for over like – Oh, I meant Milwaukee. But yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah, they, they certainly do. Um, Frank Nilakina. everyone turns their nose up when I say Frank Nilakina. I get it. Is he – I mean, he's not really a point guard. Kind of. He's kind of a point guard. I He's mean, like a wing guard. Yeah. Michael Carter-Williams, speaking of I'm, a wing guard. I'm okay with that. You're okay with MCW? Yeah. 
With not or with signing him? With signing him. Really? Yeah. I'm just all all in on nostalgia, man. Yeah. I feel like you're – wow, MCW's been in the league for a long time. Yeah, he has. And he peaked in literally his first game. Yeah. End season. I mean, uh, he, got, he almost had like a quadruple double against the Eagles. And let's talk about like, trades. Let's. I can't do this yeah, anymore. This, I mean, yeah, there's like three guys I said who I'm actually interested. Aaron Holiday would be interesting. Uh, Jalen Noel, not really the same position. Trenton Wofford, different position. But I do think the way this roster is built, it's so conducive to a trade. And even a two-for-one trade potentially where two of the two through four guys go for one point guard. I mean, then you're talking about more interesting players who make a bit more as well. But let's let's start with the one that because of these the advent of these accounts that just pretend they're insiders, there's a significant portion of Bucks Twitter who is too online who thinks they're this convinced. trade is in the works now. Colin Sexton, who I, we've talked about before, I've thrown out before, makes 17 million a year, so it would take probably two rotational players um, and draft equity, I'm sure as well for for a player like Sexton, very divisive player. Scores a lot, shoots well, doesn't really do anything else besides score. So I don't know if he's really the point guard you're looking for. Not a great passer, but certainly would bring a lot of scoring punch to the Bucks uh, in a way that they have not had alongside, you know, Drew, Chris, Giannis before. What are your thoughts on the sex man? I'm okay. I'm 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 very intrigued by Colin Sexton because one, he's a, he's a very good dynamic guard. And two, he's young. Like, how old? How old is he? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. Like, if you want to get younger, and while like upgrading the roster, for this price, Colin Sexton is the ultimate option, isn't he? Because it's like, how, where else are you going to get a younger player who is at that level of performance for the price he's probably going to end up going for? It's 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 definitely Colin Sexton, right? Like he's a little he's he's a little smaller. He has his faults. He's like not the best passer. He's more known as a scorer rather than a facilitator. But you bet on talent if you're if you're the Bucks in this case, and he's he he could be your point guard of the future. Yeah, uh, he's he also, could end up starting. He's, okay, I think he would definitely start yeah. if they trade for him. I'm sorry, I mean, if Grayson stays, even I, I think Sexton Drew is your new backcourt. I think Drew covers for. Sexton's defensive liability in a really good way. And he's a good athlete. Is, I, I think yeah. he could be an okay defender. Uh, I don't think it's an effort problem. I think he's just kind of small. He's also under contract for next year plus two more years, which is a plus. Like, you're not going to lose him right away. You don't have to resign him right away. And, you know, $18 million a year average in that range is pretty reasonable for a starter. I mean, again, look at the Jeremy Grant contract. Like, the cap keeps going up. That's going to be a value deal over the years. The problem is you have to send out probably two players. I say probably because I mentioned to you of a little theory I have, and it's could be nothing, but I don't. I if Orlando would probably need some to get something to do this, but if you called Joe Ingles a sign and trade out, then I wonder if you could send one player and bring back Sexton. I mean, then it adds a lot to your salary at that point. So maybe not just because. That's a second apron concern. Maybe you'd want to send two guys anyway. But I do wonder if there's a world where you can count some of Ingles and then it's like Ingles and Bobby Portis going out and of some sort of picks, I'm sure, to, you know, if you can do it for two seconds, that's outstanding, to Utah and Sexton coming in. 
I do think that would work. And even with base year compensation, base year compensation, excuse me, like if you split the difference between Ingle's 6 million and 11 million salaries, um, I don't know, you know, you'd have to add another year on that thing. I think it has to be at least three years to be a sign and trade, but it could be non-guaranteed like his current second year. I don't know if that's really feasible or not. And again, that would add a lot to your tax bill as well. So the more likely is like, you know, Bobby Grayson or Bobby Pat, some combination of those three players, you know, how much are you willing to give up? I guess. What's the price point here? I mean, I would, you would prefer to just have it just be like as little as possible, which I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously (laughs) trader Rohan here, the art of the deal. It's it's it. I think it, really falls on to how does Danny Ainge view Colin Sexton and how what his market looks like, like what other teams are going to be interested in trading for Colin Sexton, because we really haven't heard a lot about any other market for Colin Sexton, really, Yeah, which is a little confusing considering his contract, considering his age, considering his skill set. I feel like a lot of these contenders don't want long-term money. I think they get scared of it. I mean, look at Philly. Philly is risking pissing off Tyrese Maxey right now. Because they also because they might trade him for Dame, but because they don't want to, they want more cap space next year. Which to me, it's like, give me the asset over cap space. I feel like cap space is one of the most overrated commodities in the league for these teams. I find it a little confusing what Philly is doing, quite honestly. But that's pretty pretty par for the course, anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I do think I almost wonder if some teams view the contract as like, oh, you know, we'd we'd rather have more space in two years, whereas. I don't know. I think the Bucks. if you have to dump them as an expiring to open cap space in two years, I don't think that'll be hard to do. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard at all. Like, it's not a big contract at all, realistically. Like, some of the contracts being handed out nowadays, like, people have to keep this in perspective, like you had just mentioned with Jeremy Grant's deal. It's like Desmond Bain just got $206 million. Like, th- yeah. this is... This is a new NBA. Like, the salary cap in the next few years, like, could, it's probably going to be 200 million yeah it's it's ridiculous how crazy this money is like 17 million is nothing is nothing in the new NBA. he has i mean i think sexton's remaining total contract is like 10 million more than the first year of fred van vliet oh my god <laughs> i mean like it's really it's it's not a lot of money overall would you give up a first, though? I think that's my pertinent question. What if that's the sticking point for Utah? We know Danny Ainge loves those picks. And I think as as fun as they were last year, you see the rest of the West gearing up. I mean, would it shock you if they don't they don't really care about, like, you know, oh, great, we have Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen. We don't really care about winning that much anyway. I feel like their position is like, it's fine if we do, but we're not really going in to win this year. I mean, we're not we're not beating the Nuggets in the playoffs if we're if we're Utah. And the thing is, Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen are great role players. Like, you can flip them to contenders or oh, other yeah. teams later on. Yeah. So, I don't necessarily – I mean, obviously, I want to say it's probably not going to be a first. Maybe it's, like, the Portland second or something like that. The Portland second and a future Milwaukee second. They still have another one. I think they have maybe two more they can trade. Yeah. Could you do that? Was Is that going to get – is that going to get you Colin Sexton? I think I would clear the second-round pick decks. I don't think I would trade a first. I don't think I if would it, If it costs two role players. Yeah, like, again, I think the Portland second is just, like, like exploded in value. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yep, 
that's going to be probably a uh, certainly a pick in the 30s. Let's say that. Let's let's it's assume going, it's going to be a pick in the 30s. Considering yeah. that conference, how many other teams want to lose in that conference? Like actively uh, want to lose games. None. Probably Utah. I don't think Utah wants to lose. I think they're fine with it. I know. I mean, that roster's solid. It's not horrible. They still have Lori. That's it, though. That's it. I mean, yeah. I think San Antonio. They're going to. I don't think they want to. I think they, they want to be a good team with Wemby. Yeah. Who knows? They might even get Dame. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think you're looking at a Portland team that certainly is going to be picking. You know, near the top of the t- overall draft and in the top of the second round. So that's a nice asset for Utah to get for Colin Sexton if they, if it seems like they just really don't want to ride that ride, which is fine. I think that probably gets it done, especially considering there's no real bidding war going on right now. Yeah. I mean, it, this could be the advantage of Harden and Dame stuff is that like, you know, the, the teams looking for their star guards are looking elsewhere. So maybe Milwaukee. It's, can, it's how the Bucks got Drew Holiday. Yeah. Sneak in there and, and make the deal while everyone's, you know, salivating over somebody else. Yeah. Here, let me let me throw another name at you. Yeah, yeah. Is, that you can get for much less than Colin Sexton. Sure. Markel Fultz. I was looking at him first because of this Orlando thing. And I, let me be clear, they'd have to restructure Ingles' contract. It'd have to be three total years, even though the last two can be non-guaranteed. But functionally, I mean, that would be the same thing that they've done now, right? It's a contract where all the money's in year one. I mean, they could make it three for 33, where the last two years are non-guaranteed. And it's basically the same thing. Because my thing with Fultz is, he makes $17 million. Do I want to give up Bobby and Pat or Grayson for Markel Fultz? To be honest, I don't. I really don't, but do I want to give up, like, you know, I don't know, Grayson and an Ingles sign-and-trade for Fultz? Maybe. It's yeah. more, more interesting. Balances the roster pretty well. I mean, yeah. his issue is he just has never and cannot shoot threes, but he's a very good he's, defender. He's up, to th- he's up to 31%. I mean, talk about, like, a, a potential buy low on a player who I don't think he'll ever be this guy, but the potential, like, Fultz in college – I mean, he looked like a super generational prospect. Yeah, uh, I would was, be in on buying on Fultz. Also, five point seven assists per game. He's at five assists the last four years. All of his Orlando time. It does seem like that backcourt's getting a little crowded over there. I don't think I'd really want to trade for any of their other guards. No, like not I like a I, like Suggs. Like no, I, th- I think he just sucks, and it, like that's not the kind of player you should go after. I think Brandon Miller. Can you get him? <laughs> not from Orlando, but well, I just mixed up teams. Yeah, I, was, uh, I mean Gary Harris. Like, no, it's not What's really the, solving the It's not Brandon Miller. That they just drafted? No, who did they just draft? I don't know. This is gonna bother me. What pick did they have? Oh, they had uh, 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 Jet Jet Howard. Yes, yes, and yes. somebody else too. Um. No, I don't want to buy tickets to your draft party, Orlando Magic. I want to see who you draft. What, how many parties are they having? I don't know. They sell the tickets to a draft. Anthony Black. Oh, Anthony Black. No, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's there's yeah, another yeah. point card. Yeah, you're not gonna. Yeah, you're not gonna get Anthony Black. Oh, Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony is there too. So yes, yeah, they they sure. have a ton of small guards. Cole Anthony's a little interesting. I think I'd rather have Fultz. I think I'd rather have Fultz as well. The problem with Fultz is that this is season expiring. 
Yeah, so you're going to have to re-sign him. But you'll have his bird rights if you trade for him. You will. So you, can, you will have his bird rights. You could run down that clock until like the offseason and then just go from there. And the thing is, like, it's it's kind of like a do you do you want to buy low candidate that you have to re-sign, or do you want to like spend a little more to get a guy who's already under contract at a good number? Yeah, that's the. I'd have to look at the extension rules. I wonder if you could get something done with Fultz early. I don't know. It's 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 hard in this situation though. I think you could because it's not a rookie scale. Oh yeah, I suppose that's true. Yeah, he's on a weird a weird. Yeah, how is he a free agent after his sixth or his sixth season? That's Maybe an odd. Is. That's an odd. It's not a. I mean, you can't. It can't be a rookie contract. Yeah, it's that's, not a rookie that's long. Deal. Um, I'm gonna look up that contract. But no, I just mean like oh, he signed a three year deal. Oh, I think, I think the Sixers let him walk early. So yeah, yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent. So you could extend him. What I mean is, it would be hard for both sides to find the value. For sure, that makes sense. And, and especially if you wanted to do it like. Mid-season, would you want to do it mid-season or would you want to do it earlier on when you haven't really gotten a chance to see how he plays? Yeah. And again, it's a new point guard and a new system that the entire team is going to try and be figuring out at the same time. Yeah. I don't know if it's feasible to really get an extension done mid-season. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But certainly you'd have bird rights in the offseason. So if, if he fit really well, it would be a tricky fit on court offensively. But it gives you a lot more juice at the point guard position. Another young player on the honest timeline, 25 years old. And really, like a guy, I, I want to bet on Fultz. Like I do. I, I would really enjoy this because I think there's still so much talent there. And getting to play with this team I think would be good for him. He's got some size. They would be a really bullying defensive team again. Like Fultz Holiday is your guards. I mean the size there on the point of attack defense, that would be really fun as well. So that would be a good one. And again, like if they could restructure the Ingles deal – and make that a sign and trade. So you're only giving up one rotation player and like, I don't know, a second round pick or something that I think would be really interesting. Oh, for sure. For sure. Out of, out of Sexton and Fultz, who would you rather have? Uh, with price factoring? I think Fultz. Yes. I worry about Sexton as a winner. I really do. Based on what? The size, the defense, the chucking, the lack of passing. However, Kind of what this Bucks team needs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, but uh, they got, I, all, they they, they got all the non-shooting. They but got. They all don't the need a lack of passing, have. though. I mean, sometimes you do. Sometimes, but I, I, you know, for them to play at their best, I think you want and the, the ball thing is, moving. Like, Colin Sexton has never played with guys like Drew Holiday. Christian I know. I know. I wouldn't hate it. I, I see. If I Colin see why Sexton you do it. starts hogging the ball in Milwaukee, he's out of the NBA. Yeah, but uh, well, after the contract's up, but uh, yeah. you know, well, I mean, you you know, the Bucks are going to cut his contract for lack of skill, as like the CBAs. <laughs> I know that's been in every CBA. Okay, I I don't want to take the bet though on that because that that's certainly a feasible possibility because that's all we've seen him do on couldn't every you, team. Couldn't you flip him again though? Because he's on cost controlled contract. Yeah, but. You know, then you, you you're wasting time, and you kind of yeah, forced to do it. Trade him back to Utah, get Bobby and Grayson back. Say, hey, J.K. LOL. I'm sure you know Ainge would do that if the picks are going Utah's way both times. I'm sure that's how he operates. <laughs> just kidding, good. It was just a prank, bro. <laughs> yeah, takes his back. Welcome back to Milwaukee. <laughs> I'm gonna please, guess. Please no. love us again. <laughs> I have another I name. I, 
Okay, let's hear it. Um, James Harden. Well, sure. Do you actually want to talk about James? I mean, yeah, let's talk about him actually like, real quick. Like, it's a lot of money to get to. Yeah. But the Bucks could do it. What if, uh, I mean, assuming we're not including the core four, because I just think at that point it's not really worth it. Bobby, Grace, and Pat. Or I wonder, could you could you fold in Orlando and do the so – I bet you're taking on a lot of salary in that circumstance. Yeah. Does Marjan have to go? Does a first have Probably. to go? I'd say Marjan has to go at least. Or could you do all the seconds again? Because apparently there's just really no – I'm guessing no. Like why would Philly do that? And they want expirings. Does it have to be a three-team trade? I, I, I just – I don't know. I would. I'm interested. Yeah, I, I don't find it feasible. Like, is is Philly? Here's the real question: Is Philly really going to say, "Yeah, we sign off on giving Milwaukee a James Harden, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez starting lineup, and we take back role players and like a first round pick?" Are, are they going to? Are they going to say, "Hey, I Joel, mean, Daryl, Daryl will do everything. No, he'll hey, uh, do anything. He, I mean, not anything. Just, I just think it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I just You're think right. there's no shot that they're like, "Yeah, we're." We're comfortable clearly dropping out of the first tier of the East. Yeah, and like really, really improving Milwaukee. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that starting like, lineup would I be the best. I don't like James Harden. But like, that's fair. It's not going to change. Let him be the fourth be best player on the team. He'd be incredible on this team. Yeah. He would be absolutely incredible. Can, I, I want, purely, I want to see. Like, the WWE fights would be back, but it's just Harden and Giannis going at <laughs> yeah. each other, and it's not fake. It's real. <laughs> I mean, imagine Harden, Giannis pick and roll. Oh my god! And they they make him shoot. They like bully him into shooting again. That's what they do in WWE. Yeah, it's like you are gonna shoot the ball. Shoot when you're open. You are going to shoot. Um, I I don't I don't think it's uh it's likely. I really don't. I, I'm think on board it's, it's not feasible. I'm on board, but it's not feasible. And the thing is, when James Harden and, it, and yeah, like he's going to like not perform in the playoffs, he'll fit right in. He and Drew, if they could just just time it so they take opposing games off. Or actually, yeah. no, Harden. I feel like is worse late in the series. That's when Drew is best. So I think honestly, you play Harden a little bit more games one through three, then you kind of turn the minutes around a little bit. I, I think it they could be unstoppable. Tyus Jones. Yeah, let's see if we can get someone from the Wizards. Uh, they're running out. I mean, the Monty Morris deal was was pretty cheap, and I do think Jordan Poole going there means. I mean, you know, could they could they start Jordan Poole and Tyus Jones? Yeah, I think they can do anything. Uh, Talking about teams that want to lose, I think the Wizards are on the list. But um, Tyus Jones just got traded there, makes fourteen million a year. So I think you could do Bobby. Uh, you might need to throw in a salary. Tyus Jones is good, would be a very intriguing backup, potentially even a fifth starter. I don't know how much you have to give up player-wise to get him under the new CBA. You know, would you do Bobby and Marjon for Tyus Jones? I would probably say no. I wouldn't. That's the issue here. But the issue is, Ty, at the end of the day, they need a point guard. (laughs) I know they do. Do you bring back Goran Dragic? No. What's Jeff Teague doing? Can you get him to come out of... Come out of the scouting department for the Hawks? I think you could certainly get DeLon Wright, but it's just like I don't want to trade Grayson Allen for DeLon Wright. So I think he's bad. Or he's fine. I don't know. I'd rather I have like Grayson Allen. You were all in on DeLon Wright like last season. 
Yeah, it's like a guy to sign, I think. Or no, probably to trade for. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking about DeLon Wright trades for as long as we've been doing this podcast. I wonder if they had more salary. I can't imagine I was gung-ho on trading Grayson for DeLon Wright ever. Maybe I was. Feel free to No, I don't I don't know if it was Grayson, but I'm just saying in yeah. general we've been yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about DeLon Wright for a while. I mean, he's always he's one of those guys who's always available. Yeah, and there's probably a reason for that. Uh the Pelicans are trying to dump Kira Lewis. How do you feel about Kira Lewis? I mean, do you trust him to be the backup point guard on a contender? I'll take a look at it. Shot the ball sure? well last year. I mean, if, if it's really like a dump, like if they're just like, here's Kira Lewis. Okay. I mean, I'll take a free Kira Lewis. Like, yeah, that's I'm what, I, that's what I'm, yeah. I think that's what, I mean, they are not a, not a team that loves paying the tax. But 5.7 million. I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know if the Bucks have any trade exceptions or if they'd be able to with the second apron. Like, would you, that's the problem with these trades. Like, do you send Grayson to take back Kira Lewis and cut salary? I would that need just, to get that's, something. That's a downgrade in talent. I would yeah. need to get something, something semi-real for that. Like, I need some uh, some real picks. Two second rounders? Yeah, I think so. So you can use those in a trade later. Would you do that trade? What? I just saw what you put in the <laughs> Glizzy Lizzy. Glizzy Lizzy. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh uh, the GSPN group chat is something else. Would you would you trade Grayson for Kira Lewis, two second rounders, and about three million in cap relief? This probably has to be a three team no. deal. No, no, I would not. No, no, I would not because it's, it's 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 a down. You're getting worse, but you're opening up minutes for Marjon and Andre Jackson. You're still getting worse. I know. Like I don't I don't want to get worse just to cut salary. That's not what the Bucks should be in the business of doing. I know. What if Kira Lewis is good? What if Kira Lewis is good? But what if Grayson Allen is better, which he has proven to be? Well, yeah, pretty high chance he is. This Can is I, depressing. Amir Coffee? Can we steal Amir Coffee? It's like I mean, Clippers yeah, the, are doing the, something. The Clippers almost traded him as part of the the, the what trade? The, the Porzingis trade. Oh yeah, Porzingis trade. He's just so fl- clearly more, more of a wing, I think, one. though. Yeah, it's not really doesn't count. I mean, I'm down to take a flyer on Amir Coffee just just in general. Yeah, I, I don't think you're getting Terrence Mann. I think he's like no, 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 no. You're not getting Terrence Mann. John Wall's out there. Don't know if he can hoop anymore. Is can he can he move? Like, is is it the Raul Neto problem? I've got a. Uh, this is going to make you unhappy. Oh boy, Bobby and Grayson for Mike Conley. That yep no. He was really good last year. He was, but he's he old. Was, he's very but yeah, old. Yeah, he's very old. He's quite old. They did just sign Shake Milton and Naw. They yeah. still probably need a point guard there, though. I can't believe they got both. That's a good, good business. Yeah, I wanted both of those guys. So I know, I know. I was, I was, I was really sad about uh, Shake for that price. That would have solved our problem, but you know. Didn't have the didn't have the mini MLE to offer him, so that kind of that kind of wraps that up. It's just yeah. Are there any more? Are there any more trade options you're interested in? I mean, I'm just scrolling through teams right now. Like, can you get like? <laughs> Here's a name. Don't like that laugh. Ben Simmons. 
Not a point guard. Uh, is he, is, he getting, point is guard. he getting bought out? I hope maybe. I think he has two years left, so I wouldn't he hold my breath on. I mean, that's their. You mean if, like if he if if Brooklyn if gets he, game and he goes to Portland and yeah, I think they'd probably try to work on him a year before they ultimately give up and and dump him. The problem: all the Blazers point guards are too expensive. Yeah, and they like all of them. I mean, I don't, could just would you sneak in there and try to get Anthony Simons for two role players and a first round pick? I mean, I assume that doesn't I mean, get it done. I don't know if that does get it done. I mean, maybe it gets it done because they're about to get a haul for Damian Lillard. And they're, I'm sure they are, uh, you know, Scoot's going to be the one. And if Scoot's the one and you know Scoot's the one, they can say all they want about guys you can play together. And Freddie Simons is expendable if you have Scoot Henderson coming in to play point guard. Like, Absolutely. let's just be realistic. Absolutely. I mean, I'd love to get Anthony Simons. Fits the honest timeline, 24 years old. It's just like young scoring guard. Like, is he really a point guard? Like, he, he averaged, what did he average? Four and, 4.1 assists last year. That's more of the Sexton. I believe in him more than Sexton. I'll say that. I think I believe, ah, it's close. I think they're uh, on equal footing for me. I think it's easier to get Sexton, but I would rather get, um, I would rather get Simons. I think for me, it goes Simon, Sexton, Fultz. With Sexton being the happy medium. How about Kevin Porter Jr.? Uh, Bucks draft legend. Um, Has not thrown any food at anyone in at least two years. That's a big step up for him. It is. If we're talking about guys, we're not sure if they're winners or not. Uh, he is on the list. Clearly talented. Uh, has, has a lot of basketball playing talent. Um, has he been hanging out with Jalen Green recently? Are you talking about a little recruitment? A little recruitment? idea there no i was making fun of those videos to deal with i you know um anyone can do what they want in their free time listen (laughs) it's quite the video you just go on twitter there's two of them okay i've only seen one (laughs) um that's (laughs) wow that you know what that's fine uh Devontae Graham? Devontae. <laughs> I'm just going to start saying players again. Uh, no to Devontae Graham. I said him, but yeah. no. Yeah, absolutely not. If they wave him, I would I would take him on vet men, but I'm not giving up $12 million in salary for Devontae Graham. Uh, what if Patty Mills gets waived by the Thunder? Man is... Old. He's old. old. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. He's the Mike Conley problem, but he's way less expensive than Mike Conley. Yeah, I wouldn't trade someone for him, but if he gets actually waived, I would, I would be interested. Yeah, not a ton of options out here. Do the Hawks have someone that we could poach? Dejounte. That's not a poach. That's going to be expensive. I mean, they they might be selling him. So, I mean, obviously, I'd be all over sending the first. I'd send all the draft picks for Dejounte. You got to pay yeah. him, but he's a good player. Uh. Yeah, they don't really have. Oh, Ty Ty Washington. Ty Ty Washington. Yeah, they just uh, just traded for him, right? Yeah. Yep. They have way too many players on this roster, so it seems like someone's going to get uh, cut loose. Yep, for sure. Did Ty Ty play at all last year? This I would be like know. the 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 biggest of upside swings. I do not. know. Thirty one games for Houston. Oh, Shot thirty six percent from the field, twenty three percent from deep. Good for good for Ty Ty. Um, I'll pass. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's just again, we're talking about the backup point guard on a team that wants to win the title. If you could if they just gave him to you though. Sure, I'll take a free like, tie tie Washington. Like I'm not gonna trust him. Assume like yeah. But that's that's one where you'd probably give him the give him the run early and then if it doesn't work, you can just get out. He was a first I round guess. pick though, so yeah. Well he probably has I wonder I don't know if his first team option has been due yet. So I think you'd only owe him one guaranteed year for now. But you'd have to decide, I think, before this year if you want to guarantee next year or not. So that would be a difficult – but two years most. I mean, he's very low salary. Yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't hurt to take a flyer. Yeah. Are you are you all in on Sexton at this point or what? I think I'm are all you, in on Sexton. Do you have Twitter alerts on for this random guy? NBA or, or woman, insider person? Goat? Or whatever the account is called. Let's see what the latest update is. Taking his gospel for some reason. And again, here here is our PSA. Don't take random accounts for gospel. You type in NBA and he's the first account that comes up for me. There's no I don't follow. I don't follow. For me, the first when I type in NBA, the first one that comes up is Adrian Griffin. uh, Then the NBA. Then Zach Lowe. Then 2K My Team. He, there's a poll going on. Who wants the news? And Mavs and Bucks tied. So we're gonna get we're gonna get both updates. This was three minutes ago, but I haven't heard anything yet. Why are we waiting for NBA Insider Goat alerts here on this podcast, Ty? Because we're down bad. We are down bad. I mean, I really, I think I've been all in on Sexton. I've been in on Sexton. I wanted the Bucks to try and get him last season. It didn't really work out because of the Donovan Mitchell trade, but man, that would have been fun. And I just, I think he brings the dynamism and like the offensive punch that this team needs. And if you have Drew Holiday in the backcourt skill, in in the backcourt still, his defensive skills make up for the like lack of defense that Colin Sexton gives you. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's the perfect role for Drew Holiday is just to be like a tertiary, like a secondary guard, excuse me. And, just be like a defensive monster instead of having to be like a lead guard and defensive monster. I wonder if this could be like a three-way deal. Maybe one of the wings that or one of the players that gets traded gets sent to like Denver because they're now you know, they lost Bruce Brown. They basically just have draft guys to fill in, or some other team that could use some help either on the wing or or from a big. I don't know. I would like an Aaron Holiday signing. But the longer it goes, the more I think they are looking to make some sort of a move. People, people clown me for wanting Dante, but here we are. Four years, fifty million. I mean, it wasn't feasible, but like, I just mean from the Knicks' perspective. I not ter- it's not a terrible contract. Four years, fifty million is not that much. I mean, no, no number is that much if you know a lot of numbers. But the guy still has to play for it to not be a bad contract, and. That's fair. It's a lot. It's a lot of years. It's more years than I expected Dante to get. Yeah, I was, I was expecting like a two, two to three, two, yeah, two to three. three you got Dante. four. I think it's all. They're all in on two. Nova guys. It's, they're gonna. It's Kemba. Where's Kemba? Kemba oh, no. did not go to Nova. Where did he go? UConn. Oh yeah. yeah. And are there those any other... also played together at the same time. So. What other Nova guys are there? That were on that team. Oh, just in general. I mean, I feel like they got to be one of the bridges, right? Uh, yeah, I think Mikhail. Yeah, Mikhail Bridges is Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry. Oh, what about okay. Kyle Lowry? That, so if he gets waived, I'm in. 
I'm in on Kyle Lowry. I thought when he was a when he came off the bench last year, I thought he was actually still pretty good. good. Yeah, it was just like they asked a lot from him because all their players like died. Um, I think Kyle Lowry as a backup would be good. Obviously, it's a one year solution, but that's fine. I mean, we're we are trying to win titles this year, as you as you put it earlier. So I would be all in on that. Sadiq Bay was also went to Nova. Yeah, Sadiq Bay, uh, Jalen Brunson. Oh wait, we just talked about him. JRE. They don't even put Dante in, in on this list. I'm looking at. That's weird. Oh, they they do in the one I'm looking at. Oh, well, you have a better one. Paul Horizon. I mean, he's uh, he's been retired for like a thousand years. He's also no longer with us. Oh, rip. Yeah, yeah. Amari Spellman. Really? I loved Amari Spellman when he came out. I thought he was going to be so good. Oh, we're, Brian we're, Archidiacono. What's he up to these days? We're, we're getting into this dangerous territory now, but I, I was an Amari Spellman true believer. Eric Pascal was also a Nova guy. JRE. Cam, Cam Whitmore, Houston Rocket. Oh, the draft slide. Anyway, okay, we're, we're, we're getting to this part of the pod. I think unless there's anything else, Rohan, it's probably time to wrap up. Let, before we go... What do, what do you think will happen for point guard? Do you think they go into the season with this, or do you think they like no, do they, do they make a, a trade there's or a sign? Move. There's someone? a trade coming. There's a trade coming. I agree with you. There's definitely there has to be a trade coming. I, I think like, you are correct. There's so there's too glaring of a hole. Yeah. Currently, for there not to be a move coming. Like I trust John Horst enough to realize, like, hey, we don't actually have a point guard on this roster. Maybe we should get one. Yeah, it just seems. Especially it's, after the last few seasons, having Drew Holiday be your only point guard, not the best idea. No. he It wasn't the best idea when it was him and another guy. And now, now it's just him. It's him and one of Grayson Allen, Malik Beasley, Andre it's Jackson Jr. It's him and Jr. Andre Jackson Jr. Yeah. Whose shot looks abysmal, by the way. Did you see those videos? No. Oh my god! They released like first of all the Bucks social media is like popping off right now. Like the videos they're making are are great. Uh, shout out shout out to the Bucks. But there's there's video of Andre Jackson Jr. like in the gym like during like summer league practice and man, that shot looks disgusting. Oh well, <laughs> it does not look good. They need to rebuild that thing from scratch. They will. They they need to. <laughs> I Roger. <laughs> Uh, but other than that, yeah, I do think a move is coming, and I you agree, right? Yeah, I think it has to be a trade. I think you just look at the roster right now; it's too packed again with guys around the same level. So I think a, a consolidation and fit trade would be great, but certainly I think one or the other is coming. I mean, it just it, you'd rather have fewer players that you trust more than the inverse. And I just think right now they're at kind of a weird place with this roster, where I think you could take two of these guys and flip them into one better player and, and be in a better spot. I think the Fultz, I, I like the Fultz thing a lot. I, I think you trim a little salary, make sure you're below that second apron, flip a couple of guys from Markel. I, I really like that buy, even though you lose some shooting in that probably. I would be very intrigued to see Markel Fultz on the Milwaukee Bucks. I would be, I would be very intrigued as well. You got that, you got that upside for sure. He's really started to show like, why he was the number one overall pick, starting to get his get him with the Noah. Back. Let's go. Get him with the Noah. That's a, it's just like get everyone with the Noah. Yep. Get yeah. Why isn't Giannis on the Noah? It's a good question. Giannis, get the Noah. You can afford it, my guy. Like get yeah. get it. Get one just in get, Greece. I know get you're one in, in Milwaukee. I know you're in Greece right now. Exactly. But like, 
just get uh, you, there's no excuse of like hey there's not it's not in greece like i'm in greece that's in milwaukee buy one my guy yeah you're buy so you have so much money yeah just buy noah buy some random like collection of people named noah <laughs> like just just do whatever you need to do don't, don't get Giannis into slavery no, I'm not saying that. I'm well, saying a what do you company mean buy some, by You pe- said buy like, some people named Noah. That's not what I meant. I meant well, like a like like I like a people named Noah forming a company. Like buy that company. That I should have clarified. Yeah, that didn't. Uh, okay, well, you're right. It did come. Yeah, <laughs> we I mean, should end said, this podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. Shout everyone. out America. Shout out. <laughs> on, can't, can't say shout out America. <laughs> thank you for listening to this podcast happy 4th of july make sure you check out gsgn.info for all the links to our podcast make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this uh whether that be on your podcast platform or charts where you should be leaving a five-star rating and review or on youtube make sure you subscribe uh pod random and we will talk to you next time